0: now nevada real estate radio you'll never go
1: wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know like and trust here is your host peter padilla today is thursday may 19th 2022 hello everybody welcome to our radio show always good things to talk about when we're talking about real estate for home buyers real estate for home sellers Real Estate for Investors. Today we're going to talk about what mortgage rates have done to mortgage payments now that activity is more on the upward end of the rate scale. Also look at the most recent stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Median home prices, how many days to contract, sold per square foot, all kinds of activity and data that we can give you today because our guest is Sarah Scatini. She's the president for 2022 of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. We'll also look at some national news when it comes to buy or sell real estate in America. Back after this quick message. Why should you do
0: business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of homeownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio.
1: Guild Mortgage Company. Equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number three two seven four. NV Banker number one zero seven six. NV Broker number one one four one. Brian Cushing NMLS number three zero three zero four five. Telephone number seven seven five four five three zero three four five. Located in sixty nine ninety South McCarran Boulevard, Suite two hundred, Reno, Nevada eight nine five zero nine. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. We are excited about having you joining us on today's radio show. One of our guests called in at the last minute because he could not attend. I know he's taking care of some heavy business in the mortgage world. His name is Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage. Brian is one of the top mortgage lenders in northern Nevada, and he's my go-to guy when we have any questions or any needs to get more data about the mortgage activity in Northern Nevada and across the country, Brian Cushing's NMLS license number is three zero three zero four five. If you want to reach Brian Cushing, you can call him at seven seven five four five three zero three four five, and all of his contact information is on our website, NevadaRealestateRadio dot com. Well, I've been looking at all the trades, all the national news, everything going on across America when it comes to real estate. And oh my gosh, there is so much activity as usual, so much demand as is usual lately, and so many challenges when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. But if it's the right time for you, many times those challenges aren't such a big deal because everything is about timing in the world of real estate. Today is no different. We're looking at the stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. And we have a great guide to do that. Sarah Scottini is joining us from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. She's the 2022 president. Sarah, welcome to our radio show.
2: Thank you so much for having me. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm looking forward to this.
1: It has been a while since I've seen you. We've <laughs> talked on the phone a number of times. But yeah, it, it, could you remember a year that was any busier than 2022 when it comes to real estate?
2: Uh, definitely, I would say... Um, Probably last year, 2021 was also a very busy year because Mm -hmm. we, although still dealing with COVID, we, uh, and COVID restrictions, um, we were seeing homes flying off the market in record days, in Mm -hmm. record time, and um, going well over, you know, asking price Mm -hmm. and um, inventory was extremely low. And so 2022 is kind of... Same kind of uh, market. Um, We are starting to see a tad bit of a, although our median sales price is up uh, for the month of April, um, the housing inventory is still um, a little low, um, but we're starting to see a little slow Mm -hmm. um, happening right now because of interest rates creeping up. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of, with interest rates creeping up, it uh, takes a little bit of the buying power away from buyers, therefore, you know, changing their um, payments and whatnot. So it's um, it's starting to kind of shift a little bit here in quarter two.
1: Yeah. People have to really look at the details, um, even to a higher degree now, because the payments are higher, interest rates are higher. There takes It takes more strategy, I believe, to buy a home today. And I'm sure the same thing is happening when it comes to sellies, sellers too, because sellers depend on a strong buying activity. And if, if things slow down on the buying side, well, obviously it's going to slow down on the seller side. It's funny that you say that things slowed down a little bit. I remember it was just a couple of months ago that the median days to contract. Was five, yeah. <laughs> five days to contract. Well, you're right. It has slowed down because now it's at six. <laughs>
2: we went yes, exactly. We went one day, one whole day uh, for the month of April. Um, so, like I said, we're still very much in a strong market right now, uh, and and multiple offers are still happening. However, it's not as many as we had in uh, twenty. Twenty one. Um, the 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 contracts are we're still, like I said we we're going into contract within six days, mm. uh, priced right kind of our average median there. And then as far as median sales home prices, um, they are at five hundred ninety five thousand for the month of April. So mm. even though we ticked up a little bit uh, since March, so it was an eleven percent increase in Mar- since march mm-hmm. um you know the home um homes are starting to like we said it, the the multiple offers are still happening but they're less it's not like you're seeing 25 multiple offers you're seeing maybe Three to five multiple offers. If you if you get them on your properties, right? Um, right. So we are we're still moving strong. People still need housing. Housing um, is definitely a constant in any market, um, but it's also cyclical. So um, we're starting to see a little bit of a shift, mm-hmm. and um, and I I expect to see this shift happen in. Um, In the latter part of this year, probably, you know, quarter four, you know, where we maybe see a, a little bit more of leveling out.
1: Yeah. You know, people talk about how the market is changing and it's tougher to buy homes. I think a lot of the reason sometimes, Sarah, is because a lot of people that have moved to northern Nevada, whether it's five years ago, two years ago, 20 years ago, maybe they're natives here, absolutely love living in Nevada, and when you buy a home in northern Nevada, I don't know that there's, for most people, a whole lot of incentive to leave northern Nevada. I mean, isn't this a great place to live?
2: I love it. I am, as a battle-born um, native, I, I was born and raised here in Reno, and um, I love Nevada. Nevada is home for sure, and... um But I, you know, I, when I get to that point, I want to retire elsewhere. You do? Yes. Uh, I want to retire, like, in Florida. Um, I've lived here my entire life. I went to college here. And, um and stayed here locally uh, and didn't move anywhere so I I although Nevada will always be home to me mm-hmm. um, I definitely want to move out <laughs> the way you the
1: way you look to me though you're a long way from retirement and so <laughs> yeah. but but I do want to let our our listeners know that there's going to be a home available for sale from Sararaskatini in probably about 35 to 40 years <laughs> So get in line get your name on the list yeah. because you might have an opportunity there. One yeah. of the one of the cool things I like to see about your monthly report, which by the way I gotta tell you, it's it's so incredible because it shows us not only the median sales price for the Reno Sparks area, which like you said is five hundred and ninety-five thousand dollars this month, but we can also look at Sparks specifically, which is a little bit less. Yep. And also we can look at Fernley, which is about two hundred thousand dollars less than Reno and as though it's a far, far away place. No, no. Fermi is only about half an hour drive. So it gives people a chance to really compare areas, compare prices. Uh, Another thing I'd love to see when we're looking specifically at the Reno Sparks area is the month supply of inventory. Now, before we talk about what is that number on the report, in a typical market, let's say over the course of the last 10, 15, 20 years, Sarah, what is an average Month's supply of inventory when you look at it in that broad picture
2: when you're looking at it in a broad picture, you're looking at like you're it, like a good kind of stable market mm-hmm. is uh you're looking at like a five five months you know five to six months that's like you like or even four, four Mm -hmm. to four, five, six months of inventory, like you're in a stable market and, and, and things are, even though still moving, Mm -hmm. um, it it is, but you know, you're typically getting through and you can actually get in on a property that is not gone in five minutes when hitting the market. So you have a little bit more time, Mm -hmm. um, to get into a property, have an opportunity to see it and then, make an offer on it if you so choose. Yeah.
1: So it's kind of like going to a store, a retail store, and there's a shelf full of widgets. And there's so many widgets on that shelf. And the store owner probably knows that they sell X number of widgets per month. And so they probably stock four months worth of widgets, maybe six months worth of widgets. So they always have plenty. If there's a rush, they'll be covered. If it slows down, no worries. It'll get caught up. So it's a supply issue that retailers look at and when it comes to homes it's kind of the same it's a supply issue but the only difference is that you cannot import homes from other countries here in reno you're dependent on homes that are either available for sale homes that are maybe being built in construction if it's a manufactured home maybe you're waiting for that lot to be cleared for property for taxes purposes for permit purposes you're limited on what you have here but still in an average market a typical market if you're looking to buy a home over the course of the last 15, 20 years, there's enough homes available for sale that if you stopped having any more homes for sale, there would still be four to six months worth left available for people to continue to buy. That is not the case in today's market. In fact, it's probably been over the course of the last, say, three years mm-hmm. or so yep. that it's a lot shorter.
2: <laughs> Sarah,
1: tell us what the month supply of inventory is. Today.
2: Our. Month supply of inventory is literally one month month. (laughs) less than, and and actually, you know, in certain areas, it's even less than one month. Um, So, I mean, that's thirty days. That's not a lot of inventory. (laughs) So, in
1: the last report I saw, there were seven hundred and thirty-four new listings available this month, and those seven hundred and thirty-four listings essentially will be gone in a month right correct in a month they will sell so we really need sellers to step forward and fill those shelves right yes they're they are the supply chain Mm -hmm. so the motivation for sellers i think that's one of the big things that we need to talk about sarah what we do have to take a quick break can you hang on yep all right let's talk about what we can do to encourage sellers after this quick break If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start Programs.
2: Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar, and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years, and I just started working at CSA about a year ago, and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023.
0: For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com.
1: It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Many of our listeners are real estate investors. If they're investors for many years, they probably have learned the fact that real estate investors are actually entrepreneurs. You're in business, and you have to take care of your business just like if you're a retail store, a tire store, a widget store. It doesn't matter. As a real estate investor, you have responsibilities and challenges in the world of running a business. I always recommend that new investors talk to the wealth protection diva, Sherry Hill from Sage International. Sherry has taught thousands of business owners, real estate investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to safely grow, protect, and leverage their hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge. Income taxes, liability exposure, estate taxes, and probate. Sounds kind of scary? Sherry makes it easy to understand and to set up your own entrepreneurial protection. Want to learn more? Call Sherry Hill, 800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com and tell her Peter sent you. With me in the studio today Sarah Scatini, 2022 President of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Sarah, hope you're enjoying being here.
2: I am. Thank you so much for having me. This you
1: is bet. awesome. Yes. As I mentioned earlier, Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage wanted to join us, and we were going to talk about how interest rates are starting to really impact the home payment process when you get a mortgage. I have with me, and I've had for many years, all sorts of mortgage amortization charts. Slide rules, calculators. But you know what, Sarah? I have not been able to use these for the past several years. In fact, for a long time because the lowest interest rates that they show on these mortgage calculators that I've had for many, many years is 4%.
2: Uh
1: And we've been in the twos and the low threes and the mid threes for so long, I had to blow the dust off of this little calculator. But here it is. (laughs) Now that we're really over 5% now, this calculator is back in action. And as you can see, as the interest rate goes up, it means the payment goes up. And as the payment goes up, it can pull some people out of the mortgage market, or they might have to put more money down so they have a lower mortgage amount, or they might have to pay money for points, discount points, to get a lower interest rate. These are all challenges people are dealing with all across the country. And in, in many ways, it's created an urgency, especially over the course of the last few months, to get in now, make a decision, pull the trigger on home, get that mortgage before the rates go up. So it's not just the prices, it's the interest rates. I'm encouraging you again, if you want to pull the trigger, make sure that you are pre-approved, not pre-qualified, I mean pre-approved. That means you talk to a mortgage lender, you take them all the data that they need so they can give you an assurance that under your current conditions, you will be able to get and pay for a mortgage of a certain amount. It takes a little bit of time, so why waste time? Get started today. Get pre-approved for a mortgage and then you'll be able to pull the trigger. Sarah Scatini is with us and I'm glad you're with us today. The Reno Sparks Association of Realtors provides us, like they do with many mortgage and in, in, in um, real estate professionals throughout the state, especially here in northern Nevada, sir, with the details and the data that we need to help our clients. Talk to us a little bit about the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors.
2: Well, um, we are here. We've got 3,200 members, a part of our association, and those 3,200 members are out there ready to go and help you today. Um, in this real estate market, we are um, we, we are up to date with the most um, you know up to date knowledge on numbers and this and the market. We release our market stats every single month um, so that we can help educate our buyers and sellers. Uh, on what's going on in our market and um, how that they can best, if they do want to get in and play um, and purchase and or sell, they have the knowledge there um, provided to you by us realtors. Um, to make the educated decision on how they best want to plan, you know, plan their attack of h- how they want to go about it. So um, we provide the most up-to-date information every single month on what is going on in our market.
1: You know, I look, do a lot of work in the video world, the radio world. Uh, we do a lot of marketing for clients that we have coming and going from our studios. And it seems like more and more people are feeling like they can be marketing experts on their own because they have an iPhone, they can do videos, they can do photos. Uh, there's all the social media that everybody has access to now. And so a lot of people are doing things on their own to get the word out about what they're doing. And it seems like there's less need overall for the big broadcast networks, the TV stations, the radio stations, because they have so much competition in many ways so many other people they are doing the same things on their own or with other connections so there's more do-it-yourselfers in this world when i look at the real estate world however i think back to 20 30 40 years ago when my parents were looking to buy a home and there were many people selling their homes on their own Visbos, they're called mm-hmm. for sale by owner people would put signs on their front yard and people would stop in and chit chat with them and neighbors would come over and a lot of the transactions were done one-on-one Things have gotten so complicated, so minutiae-based in the 20th and 21st century, Sarah, there's less and less people I see doing for sale by owners, and there's probably a really good reason for that.
2: I was just going to say there is a great reason for that. It's because uh, there, it, the ins and out of today's real estate is uh, very – the in- intricacy is, um, is there for sure. Like we – Need um, to make ourselves as realtors, we need to show our value and why we do what we do. Um, It is easy, people think it's easy to. Um, you know, buy or sell or, oh, I've got this on my own. Well, um, I'm sure you do, but there's actually statistics out there that show that by using a realtor, a licensed realtor to buy or sell, um, especially sell, will get you up to 10% more on a home um, on the sale of your home than by doing it on your own because we as realtors know What um, we we have negotiating skills and we are there to help you, um, you know, buy and sell and get you. It's our job to get the most money for you in your transaction that you can get for the sale of your home. And and there's um, a lot of negotiating that has to happen because. Some a lot many many sellers today uh, need to stay in their home past the close of escrow, and so um, working all of the ins and outs of how that looks, and and working those contracts and and working those details for the client is absolutely a must. And sometimes it's you don't think as a regular you know. Joe Schmo seller um, uh, and or buyer, you don't think of these terms or you don't think of these um, ins and outs that you need help from a realtor on. So um, that's why we are here to help and, and help guide you through your, um, you know, real estate is probably one of the biggest investments um, that you'll have in your lifetime. And we want to be there to help guide you along the way.
1: Well, there are so many uh, disclosures that are required nowadays, so many legal ramifications that can result from a real estate transaction. I always tell people now that it's important to have a real estate professional on your side because that's a level of protection that you have. You have a true professional that knows the ins and outs of the business. And there's so many changes. They happen so fast, Sarah. The average homeowner, the average home seller, buyer, they just cannot keep up because you know what they're doing? they're working yep. they've got kids they've yep. got families they've got to cook dinner they've got other things on their mind real estate professionals i mean it's almost 24 7 totally i think real estate professionals probably do most of their work on the weekends too <laughs> working all week to get ready for the weekend and then the weekend comes and you do your work and then the next week comes you're getting ready for the next weekend do you guys ever get any time off
2: Very rarely, (laughs) very rarely. Um, And you're right, in in the real estate profession, it is definitely almost 24-7 that you go. And it's very important to try and work the work-life balance, work-life and and private life balance there. Mm -hmm. Um, But we, um, you know, it's sometimes hard uh, to... You know, b- balance. I guess it's sometimes hard to balance, but we we do it, and it's important to uh, continue to talk to us professionals so that we can help you um, with your needs. And 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 there's awesome agents out there that are willing to get in there and get you what you need on any side, whether it be buying or selling.
1: Yeah, and in Northern Nevada, there's a lot of different kinds of properties. Unlike living in just a metro area like Phoenix or Los Angeles where you pretty much have the same kind of lifestyle for the people within 40 or 50 miles. Here in northern Nevada, mm-hmm. we have horse property. Yep. We have manufactured homes. Yep. We have luxury homes in the Lake Tahoe and Incline Village area. We have acreage yep. that a lot of people are still buying. And then we have small rural communities real close to Reno that are still essentially part of our market. And that's a pretty diverse type of property type that people are looking at. And every one of them has different things. Some of them have horse corrals. Some of them have a well. Some of them have a septic system. I mean, they're all so different. And if you don't know the nuances of different kinds of properties, a small mistake can turn into a big tragedy. Huge. I know a lot of people that have suffered the consequences of making the wrong decision when they bought real estate and paid the price. I'm one of them. It took me 20 years to recover from my first home buying experience way back in the early 80s because I bought the wrong property. I essentially did not research the property as I should have. And in those days, I don't know the realtors were required to do as much as they do today. I'm sure they're not. But what I didn't know is that there was legal action against the builder of the home that I bought in one of his particular neighborhoods. I had no idea. Nobody told me until – Afterwards, I found out, and it took a long time to recover. So having a real estate pro on your side is critical, whether you're buying or selling. We talked before the last break about the importance of getting sellers to understand how and why they should set their home up in the right way to sell a real estate property. I was looking at some of the national trades recently. I love to read everything about real estate. And there was a great article about how to sell to a particular audience. These are unique homes that have a difference. And everybody I talk to who's selling a home, Sarah, they say the same thing to me. Oh, my home is nothing like the one down the street. They might look the same, but we've got new kitchen cabinets. Oh, we have granite countertops. We just did a new roof on our home. Uh, And some people even go further than that. When we come back, I want to talk about a couple of homes that people wanted to sell quickly only to find there were challenges. We'll be back after this. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start Programs.
2: Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years and I just started working at CSA about a year ago and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786-6023.
1: Sarah Scatini from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors is my guest. Happy to have you here on the show today, Sarah.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Looking at these stats, it's just amazing that there were 485 closed deals last month. And it was only taking six days once those homes went for sale for them to get into contract. So there's a lot of demand. We talked earlier, too, about the list price received. So this is essentially where somebody, let's say, asks for $500,000 Five hundred thousand dollars for a home, that's what it's for sale for. And if somebody comes in and says, Yeah, I'll buy that for five hundred thousand, then the list price received is one hundred percent. And you would think that essentially people would come and say, Well, you know, you're asking five hundred, I'll give you four eighty. Would you take four ninety-five? I need five thousand for fix ups, etc., cetera, et cetera. And I remember in the old days it was pretty common. Sure. There was always a deal there. So people priced them so that they could negotiate down a little bit when they were selling their home. Sure. But it's not like that anymore. No. Somebody puts a home for sale for five hundred thousand in northern Nevada right now. The list price received percentage is one hundred and one point four percent, almost two percent above the price. And Sarah, why would why would it happen? Why would somebody sell a home for more than what they even asked for it?
2: That is our supply and demand. The demand is extremely high, and the supply is extremely low. So therefore, uh, people are, you know, going above list price right now um, to get into a property. Um, and some properties, depending on area, where how you know, it just depends on you know, each home is different. But but. It depends on what home has what and and how much over the asking price that that home is going to go. We can pretty much guarantee right now that, like you said, you put a home on the market for $500,000, it's going to go probably, you know, if it's, it's, uh, um, uh, you know, like an awesome home that's priced well, but, you know, high demand in a different, you know, whatever area. Um, that home is probably going to go for, you know, five fifteen five twenty dollars dollars
1: And the reason for that is not because the seller raises the price. No. It's because the buyers know there are a lot of other buyers in the market, and if they want to have a shot at buying this particular home, it probably would behoove them to offer just a little bit more than what the seller is asking because, let's face it, most other people are going to do that. People have wised up. So if you're out shopping for a $500,000 home, If that's your budget, I'm recommending you shop for a $490,000 home because you're probably going to need to offer a little bit more in order to get the deal done because there's a lot of competition out there. With only 485 closed sales in northern Nevada, we have a population of close to 400,000 people. (laughs) So there is a lot of demand for homes. Now, the other case, the other end of the spectrum is if somebody puts up a home for sale and it can't sell. Why would a home be put up for sale that struggles to sell? Sarah, I think I I found some answers. (laughs) As I'm reading my national trades, I came across a story about how to sell to a particular audience, what it's like trying to sell a house with an unconventional feature. So there's this real estate agent in Brooklyn, New York, and he worked with a developer, and he really wanted his home to have a real artistic look. And so he thought about this home. It was kind of small. It's only 1,600 square feet. And the primary bedroom, which had a, a suite, bath, little small in-suite bathroom, was on the second floor. And when he saw it, he thought, you know, it's, I really should put in a maybe a bathtub instead of a shower. And one thing led to another. He was thinking about it. He talked to some friends, and he got a crazy idea. He said, what if I made this whole room look bigger and the bathroom look bigger by instead of having a door into the bathroom that you can go in and close and have privacy we'll knock out that wall and we 'll put in a glass wall with a glass door and when he When the real estate agent came back to see what the seller had done, uh, he was expecting to see again just a remodeled bathroom. He had no idea what he was going to look at a see through bathroom. <laughs> He went in one side of, in the bathroom, and the seller's in the other side just looking at him with his arms crossed. <laughs> he was all excited because he thought the real estate agent was really excited about this new, kind of a new wave kind of thing. Uh, the realtor said, um, you know, the realtor wanted to be nice, right, because this is his client. And he, his first reaction was, I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> he said, you told me you have an artistic vision, but uh, you got to get this glass wall out. And the guy said, the seller said, are you crazy? I just paid all this money to put in this glass wall, these glass drawers to attract buyers. Well, because this client is a client, he did everything good to be nice. He wanted to say, I don't know what you're smoking. <laughs> but instead he said, I don't know if your buyers are going to share your vision. Well, guess what? It took four months to sell that home with a glass bathroom. And you wonder why, right? You look at all the angles, and, and and you know the thought is, well, maybe it's kind of European, uh, but most buyers they had they got turned off. And, and we had one guy come and look at the house. He didn't know it had a seats or bathroom. And this guy said to uh, to the realtor, he said, "Listen, I don't my want my wife looking at me when I'm sitting on the toilet." Mm. <laughs> it was, it's true, <laughs> isn't that true? So <laughs> many people went through the house over those four months. I think there were about eighty people that looked at this house. Can you imagine four months to sell a house, uh. 80 people? And then finally the seller was finally getting frustrated, you know, and he kept showing people all the spreadsheets of the money he'd spent, all the deals he had going, and yet those deals couldn't happen because of the see-through bathroom. Finally, finally, one person came in from the whole planet. It had to be an alien, I think, sure. who actually had the same vision. She was an artist, a single mother with a baby. And she said, you know what? This house, and especially this bathroom, is everything that I was looking for. Everything. He said, what do you mean? He says, well, you can see the bathroom is a glass bathroom. And when I go to the bathroom, I can still see my baby in the bedroom. How convenient. She loved it. And what a deal. And at the closing, the seller said to the realtor, see I told you it would sell
2: yes <laughs> it will definitely sell <laughs> um, and it just takes that right buyer right and, mm-hmm. and that that buyer of the lady with the baby um she that worked for her because of her needs yeah. and so um, not and and you're and and you're right that not everyone um, has the same vision mm-hmm. and, and it may not work for everyone it will work for that one. Right. Something will happen. Um, It's just a matter of time. And um, something, you know, homes that have unique features in them, such as a see-through bathroom, uh, definitely, you know, it it may take – it's not – off the market in, in no time flat. It's, mm. it may take a little bit longer to sell. Um, it may have, it may have taken a few um, price reductions or something like that mm. in order to get it to sell. It's just, you know, at, you know, it's going to have to go to a, a, you know, a special buyer uh, like this lady who was all good with it. Um, but
1: realistically, realistically, if somebody has a see-through bathroom right now and they're looking to sell that home here in Northern Nevada. What would be your recommendation to them? Do they maybe remodel it, put a real wall, a real door in it? Or should you start marketing see-through bathroom available now? I mean, what would would really be the best way to sell a home like that?
2: I think um, maybe pricing – well, definitely pricing is awesome. Like you have to take into uh, pricing into consideration. And I think um, maybe you would say, you know, this again, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, this is going to take – this is not a um, a feature that every that will work for everyone. Um, however, you know, with time, patience, and, and pricing properly, we can get you. You know, we'll we'll get it sold for you. But just want to set your expectations up front uh-huh. uh, that this you know may take a moment. I I would also say that you know it, to make something look bigger in a small area, mm-hmm. um, add a mirror. <laughs> and a, mirror. And oh, a mirror mirrors are yeah instead of doing a see-through bathroom or a see-through something i would you know adding a big mirror in somewhere will absolutely open up some it makes it feel bigger and look bigger so
1: and i'm a great idea man personally i would have said to that seller put up some vertical blinds Yeah. you know <laughs> yes. that way you can keep your glass keep your see-through See, but when and you like don't want a curtain close the bl- i'm going or to the something. bathroom it close the blinds
2: yes
1: and here's another story. Same same state. For some reason, this is crazy in New York, right? So there was a small home that was built in the 60s. And finally, in, in the past in a couple of years, this guy wanted to sell his home. It, it turned out that this guy was an animal lover. And so when the realtor went out to see it, he thought he was going to see something like, you know, uh, a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage home. And he said, well, it wasn't exactly – When he explained it to his boss, he said it wasn't like the lifestyles of the rich and famous, but it really did have a lot of different features. Problem is, when I looked at some of the features more carefully, like some of the walls, I noticed that some of the things were actually moving. Come to find out, there was more than one cat in the house. There were a total of 27 cats. And this whole house was (laughs) devoted to his cats. There were cats on shelves, cats Uh, on cat towers, cats on a four-foot level, cats on an eight-foot level. A couple of cabinets in the kitchen were strictly devoted to the cats. The cats were sleeping with the dishes. Oh. The lady who was selling them said, she said, I rescue cats. She had 27 cats and one dog.
2: Oh, my goodness. That poor dog. (laughs) I know.
1: Oh, my gosh. Uh, The the realtor said he could see that there was something going on in the backyard, too. He looked out the window, and there was a huge cage with multi-level boxes inside, completely covered with chicken wire, And it was about as big as the house. There were tunnels extending from the inside of the house to this outdoor room with cats scooting in and out of the tunnels. Can you believe it? It was a cat circuit. Cats going in and out of the basement through one 20-foot tunnel to the outdoor room back from the other tunnel. It was like a giant habit trail. Oh, my goodness. Some people thought it was a little too strange. And it was only selling for $300,000. It was the cheapest house on the market. So guess what? It took months again. A house like this, it was rare in the way that it looked and the way that it was priced. Now, homes were selling for about 500000 in that area, so maybe the lady knew it would be a tough sell. Well, the house is still there. The habit trail is gone. The house is now worth get this three times what it's sold for
2: oh goodness and
1: it's not a cat lover that moved in so you can bet they had to do a lot of remodel and it took a lot of time but there you go one more example of a tough tough sell so if you really love cats do you have to go that far sarah 27
2: hey uh, i don't i well and <laughs> i'm a dog lover <laughs> so um but uh yeah, no, I di- twenty seven cats. That's a lot of cats, and I, I and that's an you know uh, the agent who helped um, uh, that seller out right there, um, you know, by pricing it a little bit lower mm. again, knowing that you know this is going to be a tough sell for a buyer. A buyer is going to have to come in yeah. and. Um, you know, and if it's not a cat lover buyer, then uh, they're going to have to come in and, and you know do some work on the property, and you have to take that into consideration as well as a seller with something that the you know with the home that they're trying to sell that's not quite the typical right. Mm-hmm. So um, you have to pivot, shift, and pivot and shift uh, as buyers or sellers, and um, and and go in you know just knowing. I think it's so important both buying and selling to be working with a realtor that can help set the expectations of what your needs are.
1: So basically it sounds to me like a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage or whatever the size is. If it's a typical type of home, it's obviously going to sell a lot faster because you have a bigger range of buyers. Sure. If you have a home that's highly customized in any way, shape, or form – It's going to take more time because you have to find that specific buyer, that buyer that's looking for that property that is unique in its own way and that is looking for that unconventional feature maybe Mm -hmm. that you don't find everywhere Mm -hmm. else. Yes. So if you're looking to sell a home, talk to a real estate professional. If you haven't yet talked to your real estate professional, I suggest you try to make it as home buyer friendly as possible that means it's a typical home not any outrageous features that only a small market of buyers will be looking for but something that maybe would have a more broad-based appeal good idea sir great idea all right well i'm going to get rid of my cats all 27 (laughs) of them maybe cut down to one get rid of that glass bathroom (laughs) and then my home will be easy to sell Sarah, I want to talk a little bit more about the real estate market and about how interest rates are looming on the housing market, not only across the country. We will take a break. Please hang on. We'll be back after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated
0: instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99-plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com.
1: If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start programs.
2: Hi, my name is Alyssa. I am new to Community Services Agency of Reno. I have a great teaching career at Head Start and Early Head Start, and I just absolutely love working here. Call 775-786-6023. Or visit the website csareno.org.
1: We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I was talking to my lovely co worker, Sherry Hill at Sage International, about the world of investment property. Like with uh, real estate for home buyers and home sellers, primary residences, uh, people want to buy and sell all the time. But typically, even more so when it comes to investment property, it's about the timing. Because you buy investment property because of the economic impact on your life, your family's life, your company's life. Investment property is about buying and selling at the right time. I was recently reading a special report from a publication called the 1031 Times. You know, we're talking about the 1031 exchange. Historically speaking, independent real estate investors hold their real estate for the long term. And many times, through bumpy times, through good times, challenging times, they're always looking to achieve asset appreciation and long-term wealth. When it comes to the 1031, it means about selling property and then buying property with those proceeds of a similar kind so that you don't have to pay big taxes on the gains. A lot of people think that when you do a 1031 exchange, you have to sell a property and then buy a property that's exactly the same price or exactly the same investment type, and that is not the case. The 1031 Exchange and Tax Deferral Program is a great thing to know about if you're a real estate investor, whether you're just getting started or you've got a lot of years behind you in the world of real estate investing. The 1031 Exchange, it's a proven effective strategy for today's investment challenges when in the world of real estate. And everything I'm reading about in this special report says that now, today, May of 2022, is a great time to sell investment property. I was wondering about that. Why would that be? Well, you know, the economy seems to be coming back. People are getting back out of their caves, <laughs> holes, yeah. and into the workplace, going shopping again, investment properties are really starting to take off. However, there are challenges in the in the future. We have a war on the other side of the country or on the other side of the world. And we have a lot of political turmoil going on. And this might be a good time to take advantage of these great values. I mean, we're seeing all-time high values in primary residence. The same is true in the world of investment property. Sarah Scatini is with me. 2022 president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Sarah, I bet a lot of the real estate transactions that the association handles with their many agents are investment property.
2: Yes, there's a ton of um, real estate investors out there that, even if it's like one house or, you one know, condo. one condo or yeah. something, you know, that's, and or you're just getting, yeah, exactly. I was just going to say in, in getting started, you know, just getting your foot in the door and figuring out, um, you know, what works for you and how mm-hmm. to go about it and whatnot. Um, but then, you know, there's also the investors out there that do it. That's what they do. Yeah. They day in, day out, um, uh, it, it's all it's dealing with an investor is different than dealing with a normal buyer seller. Yeah. Um, it, and I say normal as in you know, traditional, um, you know, buy sell property. Um, the investor's less emotional. Um, sometimes you can pull out those emotions. Mm. Um, w- when buying or selling, um, the investor is pretty not emotional. So (laughs) it's like about the numbers and about what they're going to um, get or purchase a property for. So um, we do do a lot of real estate transactions with investors. And I got
1: to tell you, Sarah, I used to think that too. And I think that was the case where investment property takes out a lot of the emotion. Some people even used to say there's no emotion, but I'm very emotional about my money. And I think a lot of investors nowadays that are especially emotional About their money as well. But the fact is, so many people are moving to northern Nevada. There are so few homes available for sale, such a short amount of supply, just over a month, that a lot of people, you know, when they can't buy a home, what do they do? They rent. Rent. Mm -hmm. So investors know that. And so knowing that there are so many renters coming into northern Nevada, people that can't buy homes for whatever reason, I would suspect that some people who are looking to buy homes... Maybe it's their second or third home in their life instead of selling that first home, are many of them choosing to rent that home instead?
2: Yes, along with home values up in um areas right now, so are rental uh prices yeah, you rents know are going up and rents are high as well, mm-hmm. and so they may not be able uh, ready to um, sell the property right now, but they say, hey we'll hang on to it and we'll rent it out because mm-hmm. we're going to take a different step in a different direction and knowing that how like I said housing is a must in real estate is a constant in any area any market you know people always need to buy sell or rent. And so they need a roof over their head. So um, it's a constant in any market. So um, you know, a lot of people are are taking advantage of um, having a rental and, you know, renting it out at the top market rental value as well. Which
1: is a typical rent system in Northern Nevada. I know rents have gone up tremendously because so many people have discovered Northern Nevada. And if there aren't homes to buy and you're coming here anyway, you got a new job, you have family here, what else are you going to do? You have to look at the rental market. And I know it's got to be a little bit, oh, deflating for people who come here thinking they're going to buy a home and they can't right away or they they realize they can't either afford it or can't find a home. But you know, you've got to set your roots someplace. And many times I think, Sarah, that in order to be a good homeowner, you really have to first be a good home renter. I think a lot of people, and I've seen this with uh, a lot of new buyers, they really don't know how to take care of a home. They really don't know about the expenses and the time involved in managing home ownership. If you've never rented a home and know how to take care of your home and and keep it clean, keep it tidy, keep it in order, uh, you're going to struggle if you're buying your home for the first time without that having that kind of experience. So I'm encouraging people who are feeling like they're forced to rent because they can't buy right now. To use that to your advantage, use that as an opportunity to learn, to study the market, to look how your landlord runs his business. Because let's face it, wouldn't you rather be a landlord than a tenant? Yes. Sure. everybody would <laughs> rather do that, right? Yeah. Because then you have control. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the beauties of home ownership. Your home is your castle against higher prices for buying homes. Because once you buy a home, you're in. Once you get your mortgage and you get a fixed rate, you're in and as mortgage rates keep going up well your payment's not going to go up because you've already got a fixed mortgage. Now there are some people that have adjustables, but for the most part a fixed mortgage is going to guarantee you that you have a hedge against inflation because once you have have the ability to manage that payment, it's not going to go up unless something tragic happens in the economic world. Your home is your castle against rising inflation. That's what it says. On this publication, I'm reading today. That's a pretty good way to look at it, isn't it?
2: Agreed. Yes, absolutely.
1: Sarah, we have just a few minutes on our radio show. Any advice you give to our listeners who are thinking about buying, selling a home, doing a real estate deal in northern Nevada?
2: I think that um, I'm going to continue with uh, what I've been saying pretty much monthly is uh, just continue. Continue um, to be patient, uh, whether buying or selling in this market, and um, definitely get with a realtor, real estate professional to um, be able to help guide you through this very tricky market. Um, It is still... Um, a strong market. We are still doing well, um, but we are going to see a shift. I see I see it in my crystal ball in the latter part of this year. There's going to be, with continuing um, interest rates that are rising and um, and uh, properties that are moving on and off the market very quickly. Um, but I do think that there is going to be a shift in, a, in the latter part of this year. And so you'll want a good realtor on your side to help you through this tricky market.
1: Sarah Scottini is a real estate professional at REMAX Real Estate Professionals. She's also the 2022 president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Sarah, if somebody needs to reach you, what's the best way?
2: you can get uh you can call me directly at 775-544-5412 that's my cell phone and direct way to reach me um you can also reach out to the association for a realtor roster at 775-823-8800
1: and sir we'll put your contact information on our website nevada dot com. make it easy for people to th- to find you Thanks for being here today. Thank
2: you for having me.
1: Want to thank our listeners for tuning in. We're on the air again next week. Same time, same station. Tell your friends and your family to tune in too. Then they can make a great deal when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. Until then, goodbye everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter
0: Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. Call 1-800-254-5779. 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com.